0: Yeah.
1: The yes, sir.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to do something a little different on the boys today. Was that a lot?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't even realize what was going on, bro. You can't be. You can't be throwing shots it's like shocks and surprises at me when I'm via satellite. So
0: yeah, it's like fastball, fastball, slider.
1: Word, bro. You just slid right in that bit.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, you already know what time it is, man. It's time for. America's number five favorite sports podcast. However, in Florida, Haiti, Poland, Italy, and Georgia, we're number one.
1: Yeah, that's all that matters.
0: And the podcast goes by one name, and only one name. And that one name is Balls. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boss, Talk to me about balls. Uh, hello? Is, is anybody there? Uh, is anybody
0: there at all? I am Batman. Sports
1: Podcast. There you go. That's right, everybody. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It is the podcast with balls. About balls.
0: All about balls.
1: All kinds of balls. Just
0: balls. Balls, balls in ball. general. Boys, boys,
1: boys. Yup, yup, yup.
0: Uh right. what's good, man? How you living, bro? You on satellite once again?
1: I'm living good, bro. You know, just out here in the streets, you feel me? You know, get getting ready to celebrate the birthday. So, you know, I'm I'm out here traveling the world and shit.
0: Doing it big. It doesn't matter what goes on, man, this show will always happen.
1: Facts. Big facts. So, it looks like you and me holding down the episode tonight.
0: Yeah, man. Dylan is, is traveling the world, too, but he's, he's in a remote location where we ain't got no, no satellite connection.
1: Facts. And then, our sound engineer was going to jump on, but we fired him again, so...
0: He's trash.
1: Yeah, super trash. But, you got us. So, uh, episode 89. Got any uh, any 89s?
0: Ain't Steve Smith 89? Sure was. Uh, David Boston was 89? Sure. Uh, that's Doug a, Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, who retired.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had a decent little career, too.
1: Vance McDonald.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: Uh, Good old Mike Ditka.
0: Mike Ditka sure was over 89. That's crazy. That's real crazy. Oh,
1: this is so crazy that now like 89 is just not a popular number. I
0: mean, 89 just ain't, it
1: ain't popping like that. But
0: Nobody gets up and says, hey, I want to wear 89, bro. That's true. Like, I want to wear 89, fam. Like, that, nobody ever says that. Ever. (laughs) I mean, it's all good. That's life. Life happens, and you get loves. And you get what? Loves. You know the commercial? Loves? Nope, never heard of it. The diaper? Nope. What's a diaper? Oh, that explains a lot.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: It doesn't, it doesn't explain a lot? No. All right, I bet.
1: <laughs> let me ask you a question.
0: All right, let me give you an answer.
1: Did you see Deontay Wilder knock that dude out?
0: Oh, yeah, one hitter quitter.
1: Bro. So let me ask you a genuine question. Okay. Would you rather get punched in the face by Deontay Wilder without him wearing a glove? As hard as he can. Fuck. Or lose one of your fingers. But there's no no kind of uh, anesthesia or any sedative or anything like that. So you're gonna feel that bitch.
0: Oh, I'd rather get punched in my face.
1: Sight, bitch. I'm losing a finger.
0: Now, bro. My face will recover.
1: Bitch, that, that hit could kill you. I'll take my chance. Yeah, i'm not i'll take guaranteed life over the the possibility
0: bro i like fingers bro
1: bro but if you lose a pinky finger it's nothing
0: bro let me like what i like
1: that's wild you're wild so how much would it cost for you to have uh deontay wilder punch in the face
0: i do it for i do it for a cool meal
1: Damn, for real?
0: Yeah, I do it for a cool mill,
1: man. For a mill, for a mill, he better be wearing like a glove or something. I mean, well, I better, ha- I, I better have on headgear or some shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, I do it for a mill, though. I, I take that pressure for a mill. Well, you could do a lot with a mill,
1: for real. But if he's if he's going fist to face, I don't know, fam.
0: I mean, you know, you could double it up. Yeah,
1: I'm. A, I'm gonna need like ten mil, fam.
0: So, if somebody was to come up to you right now and have a check for $5 million, signed and ready to go, and Deontay Wilder walks up with nothing but his fist, you're not even going to think about it?
1: Bro, I might die. I'm going to think about it. But, bro, I'm not going to do it, bro.
0: I mean, but you get to you get to pick where he gets to punch you. I mean, if he punches me in my face, I just want him to do it in my lower jaw where, like, the, the most that can happen is he breaks my jaw. I
1: don't know, fam. What if, what if that's where he's aiming for, but then, like, misses?
0: Because he's a wild puncher? Yeah. I guess we ain't gonna make it.
1: Damn, bro.
0: That's a good question to ask, though. That's a lot to think about. That is that is a hell of a punch that you're gonna be taking.
1: Yeah, Bro, yeah, man. Because you saw what he did with that glove on, bro. Like, that that was serious stopping power.
0: It really is though. Like all and, jokes aside, like that's.
1: And he he didn't even and he didn't even like ride
0: back far for that. Nah,
1: not even a little bit. Like his arms were basically at his side, and he just threw it.
0: That's true, bro. That's that's, that's damn that's damn true. Like shit, crazy, bro. Like you don't really be thinking about those things, bro. Like when when it happens, you feel me? But it's like, bro. Wow. Yeah.
1: Real shit. Real shit. Wow.
0: I like. I, I have no words. I have no words. Like, that's almost like okay. What about this? You have to take a punch in the face, bare fist. It's for five mil. But you, the only choice you have is if it's Deontay Wilder or Mike Tyson.
1: Mike Tyson now or Mike Tyson then?
0: Mike Tyson then, at his prime.
1: So So it's basically who would I rather get hit by?
0: Yep.
1: Fuck. I'm going to say I would rather get hit by Wilder because I feel like Tyson then, he would have been trying to kill me. That's fair. And, like, even though Wilder would be talking about he wants to catch a body, like, I think that's just part of, like, his talk. I don't think like he actually literally wants to kill somebody.
0: What if he does, though?
1: That's crazy.
0: is a little insaneous.
1: I mean, you kind of got to have a couple screws loose to being that professional, though.
0: That's true. That's true, bro. I don't... I mean like it, it you can tell that we're really thinking about this because we're not even really talking. Because like that if you like people be talking about these things and they just be talking about like they talk about it like loosely, like, you know, like it's whatever, but bruh. No, nah,
1: but like when you when you dead ass think about that shit, you're like, damn, I don't know, fam.
0: Yes, that's that's a little hectic, man. That's a little hectic. Hey man, I feel like I feel like doing something a little different. I didn't want to talk about the NBA, but I kind of want to go into WWE. Like, I I really want to talk about that first for some awkward reason. So I feel like we should we should talk about that first,
1: bro. Okay, so Money in the Bank was Sunday, right? And uh, it was like there was a lot of good that happened, a lot of pointless that happened, and then a lot of what the fucks that happened. So, I mean, basically. Just to give a recap, um, of the ten matches that we voted on, Dylan won, uh, as per usual, when it comes to these pay-per-view picks. Um, but it's like he did great. He went five and five.
0: Holy crap, how bad did we do?
1: We went four and six, we both did.
0: Damn it.
1: Yeah. So, um, for the SmackDown... Uh, Mm -hmm. I initially smacked SmackDown Tag Championships Turned out the belts weren't even on the line in this match Which is probably what Swayed my decision Um, It was Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan Versus the Usos The Usos won that match Dylan got that right Um, Rey Mysterio Upset Samoa Joe for the US title None of us got that right Gee Um, Shane beat The Miz In the Steel Cage match None of us got that right Um, Roman Reigns beat Elias we all got that right
0: bro I don't even Uh, remember that
1: match it's because it only took 30 seconds because uh, Elias had hit him backstage with a guitar went out to the ring and did like a concert or whatever and then um, basically Roman came out speared him the match started
0: and like he pinned him and won that's what's up.
1: Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins retained against AJ Styles. We all got that right. Kofi Kingston retained against Kevin Owens in a really good match. We all got that right. Uh, Becky Lynch, her first match of the night, she beat Lacey Evans. Nels, you got that right. year Followed by, right afterwards, she faced Charlotte. And Charlotte won. Dylan and I got that right. No, she got that wrong.
0: No. Um,
1: only to have the winner of the Women's Money in the Bank match, Bailey, none of us got right, um, cashed in and she became SmackDown Women's Champion. And then the main event, the Men's Money in the Bank ladder match, um, Sami Zayn was no longer the match, so it was just seven people wrestling. Hell of a match. Very good. The spots were really good. Like it was a really good fucking match. And then WWE decided to ruin it by having Brock Lesnar come out. And apparently he's entered into the match somehow, some way, even though it was never announced. And he basically just runs up the ladder and grabs the case and wins it. So it was uh very anticlimactic
0: best match ever not
1: right it was on par to be like one of the like best match of the year uh had they actually had someone in the match win um but i mean i think that it was that was just a cheap a cheap way out because they have their event coming up in saudi arabia and uh, Brock Lesnar is on the card, but he doesn't have an opponent right now. So I feel like we're going to find out next week that he's going to cash in at that event. Ooh, surprise, surprise! Um, which is really frustrating because like that takes a cool gimmick and basically just rendered it useless because it was like part of the surprise if you never know, you know, when someone's going to cash in. It sucks.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually really really trash.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? They'll probably give Brock the belt again and move on not see him for another six months.
0: 25.
1: Frustrating. Um, now, on Monday Night Raw, they introduced a brand new title, uh, which is super trash. I, heard. I was like, I was like, maybe they're going to bring back the hardcore title. Nope. Uh What they did was create a new title called the twenty four seven title, and they basically took from what they did the last couple years of the hardcore title, where uh, it could be defended anytime, anywhere, as long as a referee is present. So, like back in the day when the hardcore title was like that, there was like matches happening like at airports and stuff like that, and like you just you weren't safe anywhere you went, right? Right. Now, obviously, in the PG era, you're not going to see that. So, they're they're literally, from what I've seen on Raw and SmackDown so far, they're using this title as just one giant comedic segment that has one person with the title running backstage and all these other mid card superstars that have no storyline running after them.
0: Oh my geez! So like a filler. Like-
1: yeah, like literally the first winner of the match, it was a race to the ring to see who grabbed it. And whoever grabbed it, they were the first champion.
0: And who was the first champion, bro?
1: Titus O'Neil.
0: <laughs>
1: and and he only made it as far as up the ramp before Bobby Roode came behind him, rolled him up, and was pinned one, two, three. So then Bobby Roode became champ. And then he went backstage. Our truth Knocked him out, pinned him one, two, three. R-Truth became champion. So we had our first three champions in the same night. That's and then, so exciting. And then on SmackDown, there was like seven segments backstage of R-Truth like being in disguise and running from other superstars. And that was it. He was able to escape without losing his title that night. Just like, bro, like... Like, Mick Foley was like, this is open to Raw, Superstars, SmackDown, Superstars, NXT, Superstars, 205 Live, NXT UK. But I'm like, I don't want any of those other people because that's going to make them look foolish. Like, what, what, they're going to be in line running behind the B team. Like, what the fuck?
0: That's true, bro.
1: I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's
0: definitely a bit of a reach, huh?
1: Super. Like, they, <clears throat> they're trying to rely on these dumb comedic segments, but, like, they're not even... Well-written comedic segments. This is stupid. Oh, how,
0: no. how, how long? How do you think it's gonna last for?
1: I mean, probably longer. It's definitely gonna overstay its welcome because that tends to be how things do in WWE. Um, but I mean, if they were smart, they would make it more interesting by like giving it to someone like Braun Strowman, who. Even though it can be defended anytime, any place, like, people are going to be reluctant to just, like, run up on him and try to fight him.
0: And even if they do, he always figures out a way to get out of it. Yeah, he's, he's going to murk everybody.
1: To... You, you've seen all his backstage stuff. Like, he'll be throwing people around. He'll do all kinds of he shit. He would build it's the like... prestige
0: of it up to where if somebody actually wanted, it, would be like, oh, snap.
1: Right, exactly. So, like, something like that would make it okay. This is interesting, but like, literally, just having people like they might as well have had the music that <laughs> like that, that shit might have been might as well have been playing in the background because just what it was.
0: It's all just stupid, yeah. And then you have the
1: one guy who's like the last person in the long line of people running and he's like tired and winded and holding his side. Like they did all that shit.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, bro. I know you was flustered.
1: So, oh yeah. I'm not not a fan, to say the least.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy as hell. Is that it for the yeah. world of wrestling?
1: Yeah, man. Like they just they just need to do better. They suck.
0: They're just all but
1: pretty much, pretty much. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. As far as as far as wrestling goes,
0: all right, bro. Well, I mean, such is life. I mean, I appreciate the 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 update for sure. Um, I saw, I definitely saw the the Twitter. I saw like the the Twitter. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reactions on the twenty four seven. Like people really mm-hmm. were clowning it, and I, I see why now.
1: So, speaking of Twitter reactions, uh, Antonio Brown had a, uh, a Twitter reaction to some comments Ben Roethlisberger made.
0: Oh, yeah, you're um, talking about that uh, that two-face?
1: Yeah, so...
0: Wait, is it confirmed ben, that it was about Ben?
1: No, but come on now, this is A we we're talking about. And it's conveniently timed that he just put those two words after all this shit came out from Ben. Um, but Ben Rosberger basically said, AV made me who I am. He was the greatest wide receiver I ever played with the things that he did in this league, uh, that, and the things that we did together are among the best of all time. He said there, um, there were some kind of great things and all of a sudden it just kind of, it disappeared. And I'm not sure really where it went. We always worked it out though. Um, We always came out the other side smiling and hugged it out and enjoyed it and moved on. And this time, I really don't know. Uh, He went on to say he was talking about the things he said on his radio show. And he's like, it's a fine line to walk sometimes of giving information out, giving some cool things for the fans to be a part of and maybe saying too much. I know that I took some heat and deservedly so for some of the comments I made on that show and especially towards him. And I genuinely feel bad about that. And I'm sorry. Did I go too far after that Denver game? Probably. Um, And it was the the Denver game where he said, um, where he was calling AB out basically. For for all the um, the drop passes and stuff like that, when he really wasn't even playing good football, so yeah. So then AB just tweeted Two Face.
0: I remember that. I recall that.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Yikes. Yep. Well, what do so. you think?
1: I mean, I've been on AB side this whole time, so like, I I still agree, like. You can't be a you you can't be playing ass and then blame your receivers for not catching the ball when you're not putting the ball where it needs to be put. Like if there's if there's one thing you can't say about Antonio Brown is that he doesn't do his job well. Like route running, catching, if you put it to where he can catch it, more often than not he's catching that damn ball. Like, I'd probably say maybe one drop for every ten catches. Yeah. Like, that's some of the most reliable hands in the game, man. Like, come on now.
0: That's true.
1: And, like, and don't apologize now. Like, now that he's now that he gone and, like, that shit dead. Like, you could have been apologized.
0: That's true definitely true i mean i feel like this i feel like when it comes to the whole ben roethlisberger antonio brown thing i think that's why as an athlete you have to be aware of what you say how you say it i feel like this one of two scenarios either ben roethlisberger is being a complete a-hole and is just saying it just to save face or i mean he could genuinely be apologizing but the problem here is is it was public it was public, so these apologies ain't gonna mean much because, like, you already tried to make a fool of him when it was on you. You kind of already you kind of already showed your ass. Like, come on, bro! Like the the junk is is utterly ridiculous. Like, you were watching the same replay you're watching, and you're blaming him because you're blaming a route for you poorly throwing a pass. And it's like, I get it. Timing is very major. But I'm not gonna say that it's not. However, come on, bro. Really? Really? Like, you watch that play again. Like, it's it's like, yo, it was nowhere close to AB. Not in a way where you could sit there and be like, well, yeah, I could see the route. I, I could see the route playing a part. Like, how shallow did you want his cross to be? You, it, it got picked off. It got picked off by a dude damn near at the line of scrimmage. He's at the line of scrimmage, and he picked the ball off. What What more did you want him to do? So you wanted him to run across the line of scrimmage and be like, I got you, ben. Right. man. Right. Imagine that oh, crazy, bro. That junk crazy, bro. Well,
1: there is one uh, quarterback wide receiver duo that's doing just fine, and that's Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. How do you feel about uh, Edelman being locked up for another two years?
0: Um, I love it. Uh, I I'm I'm appreciative of the fact that you know he did. He is getting twelve million, I think, guaranteed, which still puts him like in the bottom half of like, yeah, elite wide receivers. Right. So like yeah,
1: so yeah, it's a it's a total of uh, eighteen million. But yeah, the twelve is guaranteed. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, you understand, like, why they're so great. Mm-hmm. Like, the team is good because, like, they they get it. Like, I'm not going to get a big contract because I know we need more receivers. Like, we got Demarius. We got Josh that might come back. Uh, you know, we're trying to pick up more heads if we can. We got um, Nikhil that's coming in, this rookie. We're trying to get him some cash. Like, the more, the more weapons, the better. And Julian Edelman could probably go to a team and make more guaranteed cash, to be honest. But... right. You know, everybody knows their role, plays their part, and, and they're happy with what they're getting. It's kind of like that price you got to pay. Like, it's difficult to be on a winning team and make massive amounts of coin, especially in the NFL. In the NBA, that's a different story. But in the NFL, that it's tough. It's real tough to do. So, I'm, I'm happy, man. I mean, it, it, there's not too many teams out there. There's not too many fans who can say that they're wide, they're leading wide receiver who just won a Super Bowl MVP. Is cool with getting two years, twelve mil guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I saw it coming, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. So it's pretty dope, man. Huh? I mean, what were your thoughts on it when you saw it? I'm sorry. I said, what was your thoughts on it when you saw it? When I saw
1: what? When you saw the deal go through? That you guys signed? Yeah. I mean it's good I mean, I feel like that's where he belongs. that's home at this point, and like it's kind of like Tom and Bill like yo i'm I'm comfortable being here until I'm done true like at this point in Edelman's career, like why is he gonna go start over somewhere else and move and everything It's like no nah, i'm I'm good at
0: the I'm at the Carib you know I'm at. I'm at the Carib. The and if he's been smart with his money, it's
1: not a big deal. You know, it's like yeah, whatever. Twelve mil is still twelve mil. <laughs> very true, very true, very true.
0: So, did you hear about the um, the uh, the the whole thing with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Colin Cowherd? No. So Colin Cowherd was um, call was pretty much calling out Odell Beckham Jr. and was pretty much saying like, oh. Well, he was known for the circus catch, but now he's known for being a circus act. And then he went on the show and pretty much did like the top 10 Odell moments, but like 7 or 8 out of those top 10 moments was him like acting a fool. Like the whole boat incident and the the net incident, him acting up on the sidelines, the the problem that the the situation he got into in the hotel or whatever. So, Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham like went in On Colin Cowherd and Colin Cowherd um responded back not really responded back but he was just saying how like this is exactly what um New York was trying to get rid of because you know he hasn't shown up to OTA since like the third day so the reason why I'm bringing that up is to ask you do you think it hinders a team uh, especially a developing team like the the Cleveland Browns, when like a guy like Odell doesn't show up to OTAs.
1: No, I think it's better for the team if these superstars don't show up to OTAs. What? And the reason I say that is because these, you know, these guys are going to be in shape. You know, they're going to be good to go, especially when it comes to these wide receivers. If you're worried about them having a connection with the quarterback, trust and believe they're meeting on their own time and working that shit out. Um, but these vets shouldn't be there because that gives you more time to look at the rest of your roster. If I'm one of the players on the team, I'm happy because, shit, if my, me being on the team in general is, is up for grabs, I'm getting more of a chance to show out. Yeah. Whereas, whereas you know, if... If Odell's on the team the coach might be like, "Oh, let's see what kind of things we can draw up for Odell." It's like, "Come on. I am like I'm trying to earn my spot. We know he going to be on the team." That's true. Yeah, that is
0: true.
1: Yeah, and these are optional. It, it, it's it's OTAs for a reason. They are optional team activities. Like, if he starts missing mandatory shit, okay, then I'll hear you out. But it's optional. Some people have their own private workout regimen, and they don't want to mess that up until it's time for them to go back for training camp.
0: Yeah, especially when they're on social media, like busting their ass. Yeah, so like, like I mean, Odell, Odell's definitely on like social media. Like you, you see him working. He's working, working. Right. I I can agree with that. You know, I didn't think about I didn't think about that 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 perspective or that context, but it's definitely true. Like. You know, you you definitely have more time to develop your other players because you're able to give them more attention. Um, they're able to to get more of that development that's needed that might help later on in the season. Right. This is true. Um, and I mean, honestly, for what it's worth, and you can you can like definitely agree or disagree with me here, but I feel like if there's any two if there's any quarterback wide receiver combination that I don't think timing is really going to matter. I would think that it's Baker and OBJ.
1: I completely agree.
0: They're so like, they're so like good on the fly. You know what I mean? Like they're like really improvisational with how they play. So like, I feel like it honestly wouldn't, it wouldn't make that big of a deal. Personally. Man, I, see. I, I agree. Like there are some quarterbacks that need timing. Like there are quarterbacks that have literally made their lives on timing. Like you got Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a timing quarterback. You have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, although he improvs, his preference is timing. Um however, Baker, I, I, I I've always seen him as more of an improv- uh, improvisational guy even even when he was in college like I always was like yo the minute he steps out of the pocket it's done deal cuz you don't really know what he's got going on and 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 I think that goes perfect for for juice and OBJ who's going to be seeing a lot of one-on-ones because you can't really double the other cuz you're leaving one wide open so I, I don't know man I don't know I don't know I feel I feel like it's 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 a little overhyped I think a lot of times the media latches onto something and doesn't know how to let it go. And I think Odell, uh-huh. I, I really feel like, unfortunately, and this was the reason why I didn't want him acting up in the first place, Odell, I think for the rest of his career, no matter what he does, is going to have that image, all the negative imagery that's around him, I think is going to be like, is going to follow him for the rest of his life.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: think I think it is. I think it is. I mean, is it is it safe to say that in a sense, as far as like his career and how he's played. Don't you think he's done a little bit more positive than negative?
1: I, I think so. Um, I think the, what would save it, if he gets himself a couple rings. Because then that kind of quiets that conversation.
0: But what if he never gets any rings, but like he's one of the more productive receivers
1: of all time? I, I think that there is going to be a, a tainted conversation.
0: What if he gets one ring?
1: One ring is kind of more the balance, I think. Now, mind you, I'm, I'm Team O'Dell on this, so, like, I, you know, I, I'm just looking at from the other side's perspective. I feel like that would kind of make things a little more even. Like, then they'd be like, well, he'd probably have more than one ring if he would have kept his act together and blah, blah, blah truth but like but when you start having multiple rings like come on now what else I got to do
0: truth you're right you're right so we'll see we'll see what happens as, as his career progresses as Fuck. his career progresses is there is there anything else in the in the world of the NFL not really yeah it's it's it's, it's that time we we yeah. know what time it is so let's let's shift to the world of uh, of the NBA. Ben. What do you think? What you think of uh, what we see since the last time we, we spoke on, on our on our last podcast?
1: Um, well, since our last podcast, uh, Golden State has swept the Portland Trailblazers.
0: Folded? Didn't Dylan call that?
1: He might have. Yeah, I think he did, actually.
0: I think he did, too. I think he said Golden State at four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's I think it. I said Golden State at five, maybe. Uh,
0: yeah, I feel like we both
1: did. Yeah, I give the Blazers at least one, but psych.
0: I... Bro, listen to this. Guess how many minutes of the whole series that the Blazers had the lead? Two, nah 101
1: they, they had the lead for 101 minutes
0: yes and guess how many minutes the Warriors had a lead
1: uh, um,
0: I don't know if I'm... 89 shit yeah bro. I mean like honestly okay well let me ask you this As a person who's not really, like, a basketball fan, what was your main thing that you got from the series as far as, like, the Warriors and the Blazers are concerned? What do you mean, what was my main thing? Like, what trends did you pick up on?
1: Um, honestly, I feel like the Warriors played just fine without KD. Um... I think it allowed Steph to kind of get his mojo back and we started seeing like the the warriors of old where you know Clay and Steph doing their thing and, and Draymond and stepped his game up tremendously
0: Of course I mean at the end of the day that's still a team that won 70 plus games without KD um, and right. I feel like, you know, remember, I told you like Draymond's game is a little restricted because of KD where, you know, you got to play a little bit more iso ball. Um, and here now you got a whole lot more free flowing movement. That's It's a lot it's a lot better ran offense because, I mean, there's not one person you can really like isolate on. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the record for the Warriors without uh, KD 34-4. and 34-4. And, and, and to make things even worse, the game four that went to overtime, that is the first time that two teammates had a triple-double in the same game. Draymond and Steph both got a triple-double. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just think, like, at the end of the day, like, there's no... What is what is the answer, for the Warriors? What is the answer like? There's no, there's no Boogie Cousins, there's no KD. You got Steph. You got Clay. Like it, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Did you watch any of the uh, Toronto Milwaukee series?
1: I did. I'm happy that Toronto has stepped it up the past two games.
0: Yes, they have. Have you seen the 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 hoopla that has gone around Drake and his shenanigans? Nah. Yeah, so in the game like Drake was like walking up and down the court. He was trolling Giannis um and then like there was one play in particular where Drake ran up and actually put hands on the Toronto coach and was like massaging him and like the rep like one of giannis's reps was like i've never seen anything like this there's no place on the court for it he says imagine a gig and an athlete on vip seats right next to the band stands up on stage just to show off during the entire game knowing cameras are on him occasionally even massaging the singer security and him both allow it never seen anything as disrespectful as this before And then the coach said, there's certainly no place for fans or whatever Drake is for the Raptors on the court. There's boundaries and lines for a reason. So, I don't know. I don't know. And then Drake responded on Twitter with just a picture of him cheering. And a bunch of emojis. One of those emojis being a salt shaker. That sounds about right. (laughs) So if you're Drake, how do you feel and what do you do next game if they go to Toronto?
1: Oh, I'm gonna be extra shit.
0: So do you feel like they're right to a certain extent or do you think Drake has that free free will to move around and do what he's gotta do?
1: I mean, I definitely feel like Drake presses his luck, but I mean, I I feel like the Raptors don't mind.
0: Nah, they don't.
1: Yeah, so I
0: feel, I feel like I feel like they feel they definitely feel away way because the series is tied up two two now, so they're bothered.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if if uh when they go back to Toronto, game six, if Drake's acting all extra, I wouldn't be surprised if a ref ejects him. You think so? Mm-hmm.
0: To keep order. Yep. But they didn't do that the first couple of games, so why would they do it now?
1: because um, maybe they—I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I maybe mean, the league, maybe the league office is like, "Hey, fans aren't supposed to be doing this, this, this. Keep an eye out for it." I, I mean,
0: know. honestly, I feel like I ain't gonna lie to you. If I got money like that, I get up and start acting a fool on the sideline too.
1: Why
0: not? I'd be like, that's not fair. Just because he's Drake and he can rap? That's not yeah. cool. He raps, what? but I do IT. I save the world.
1: What? <laughs> it's
0: tragic. I do stocks and bonds, bro. That's cute. Yeah, well, you know, all Drake does is rap. Anybody can do 16 bars and make every rhyme at the end. I don't care. Drop,
1: drop, drop 16 right now.
0: Alright, here we go.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh A B C D E F G. H. I what? i that was two bar that was two solid bars and a rhyme. I bet you like oh, okay. I bet you if if uh Metro booming in on that bit, that bit would be five.
1: This is true. If you added the Metro Booming B that shit would probably be hype.
0: And you know what they tell you, if your Metro don't trust you, you're probably going to get shot. Yikes. So I'm pretty sure like that'd be fine. Actually, I'm going to make an alphabet track on a Metro Boomin track. I'm going to go and take like all my life savings and throw that Metro Boomin so I get a track. You with me, there bro? <clears throat> when
1: you say I'm with you, what, what does that mean? I got to spend money too?
0: I mean, nah, you ain't got to spend no money. But, I mean, if that big pick up, though, you can't get no returns back. Dang. I mean, all you got to do is put in 1% and it will triple your revenue. Bet, I'm in. <laughs> See, I always knew you as my guy for a reason, man. You are my, You are my guy.
1: That's what I'm here
0: for, bro. You are my guy. So, all right, boom. Here's a scenario for you then. Because, I mean, we've watched more Eastern Conference games together than we watch watched Western Conference games. Who do you think is more pivotal to their team's success? Because right now it's a best out of three series, to be honest. So, who do you think is more pivotal to their team's success? Giannis to the Bucks or Kawhi to the Raptors?
1: Damn, honestly, that's hard. I feel like they're both like the same to their team. Not even going to lie, I would probably, if I had to say one, I'd probably have to say Kawhi. Why? Um, just his clutchness, man. Like that game where they went to uh, um, double overtime. Yeah, he drops. He dropped 19 in the fourth quarter and overtime alone.
0: Yes, like that's that's clutch, bro. Yes, and
1: when and in that game too is either that game or the last game. Like he pretty much shut Giannis down.
0: Yes, you know. And we, and we, you know, honestly, with his mentality, he's literally the closest thing we have to Jordan with this generation. I, yeah, I agree. I will I will definitely vouch for that. I think like I watch him play and I'm like, yo. This is the closest thing we got to join, because he's just got that killer instinct. He will take the big shot. And he and he's as as of right now, he's a master of the mid range. He can shoot threes, but the majority of the damage that he does is inside of the three point line. And
1: he's got he's got one ring, right?
0: I think he has two, bro. Really, I think I think Kawhi has two because remember he was an MVP for one. Oh, this is true. He, he
1: if he gets a couple more, he may have to uh, be part of that conversation that people aren't putting him in.
0: Well, you know what's crazy is is that Kawhi. If you look at his uh, if you look at his credentials, um, no, he's won one ring. He's got a ring. He's a Finals MVP. He's been to the All Star game three times. All-NBA all defensive um, first team. Uh, he was All-NBA first team twice. He's won NBA Defensive Player of the Year twice. I mean, he's on his way. He's on his way. And he's been playing since 2011, so he's still got some years. He still got some years. So I, I like it. I think he finna get on. He finna get on? He finna get on honestly I uh, wanted to say that uh well I have a hot take for you uh, are you ready I I've said know. this before but I'm gonna solidify it now even more really? number one I don't think Katie's going anywhere really no I don't think I don't think Katie's going anywhere if KD, if KD really doesn't care, like he says he doesn't care, like right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So let's say for example, your job, we're not gonna put your business out there or whatever, but the job that you're currently at. Okay. If you got surrounded, your department got surrounded with clutch workers. Right Because you know you and I have talked about some of the stresses of your job. So let's say you right. get like four clutch coworkers that allow you to take some pressure off. you're still the main guy, but you could take a load off, you're able to actually use your vacation time and not worry about your department falling on the wayside or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Your department is consistently winning department of the year and you got the highest salary. Would you leave and go to an uncertain place? with bad ownership that you have no idea where they're going just to prove a point that you're a good worker? No. So why would KD do that? His situation oh. at Golden State is sweet.
1: I feel you. I just don't. I mean, I guess we just, at the end of the day, we only know what we see, and we don't really know like what his ego really is like in his own head. Like I felt, like, I feel like if I had like mad ego, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck! I'm gonna go somewhere else and do the same shit." True. Fuck it. But I mean, he doesn't seem like a guy that has that kind of ego. But I get, we never really know what goes on, you know.
0: New York is such a is such a crazy move. Like that ownership yeah. is terrible. Management is crazy. You don't know what they're doing with their coach. Nobody wants to play there. I, if he but, does, if but he Brooklyn though. Brooklyn, there's a potentiality for it. Mm-hmm. I can see Brooklyn, but I, I I don't see him going to New York. I don't like the New York thing. And then, and then you know, Kyrie lost a lot of stock over this playoffs. A lot bro, of teams bro, what, if KD, us-
1: what if KD goes to Boston, bro?
0: KD ain't going to no damn Boston.
1: I'm saying Kyrie leaves. KD goes there because maybe they want to reignite the Celtics Lakers rivalry.
0: That would be pretty dope.
1: I'd be down for that.
0: I'd be down for that too, but that ain't going to happen. Don't get my hopes up. I know what you're Obviously. trying to do here. I don't want none of that shit.
1: My fault, fam.
0: Yeah, it is your fault. Don't ever run that by me again. Don't you ever bring a Boston team in a dream scenario. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. I'm sick of this crap, man. We're supposed to be friends. Oh, am so sorry. See, you don't see me walk around telling you, Hey, man, what if the Oakland Raiders got a Dominican soup? I'd be like, all right. I guess, I guess it's an improvement. Yeah, whatever. Sick of you.
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you are. You are sorry, but you're my friend, and I love you dearly. So, last thing I wanted to cover um, in NBA before we move on with our lives, Um, the NBA All Defensive Teams came out this year. Well, today for this year, I wanted to share with you. First, the all-defensive first team and the all-defensive second team. And I just want to hear your initial reaction. Are you ready for this?
1: You said all-defensive? All
0: all-defensive. Okay. The best defenders in the league.
1: This is for the year, right?
0: For the year. Okay. All right. So the first team, your guards are Eric Bledsoe from Milwaukee, Marcus Smart from Boston, Giannis Antetokounmpo, okay from Milwaukee, of course, Paul George from OKC, and Rudy Gobert from Utah. Not bad, right? Let me tell you the second team. The second team is Drew Holiday, New Orleans, Clay Thompson, Golden State, Joel Embiid, Philadelphia, Draymond Green, Golden State, and Kawhi Leonard, Toronto. Yeah, I like that better. Bro, it wasn't even close. Rudy Gobert got 97 first-team points. Paul George got 96 first-team points. And Giannis got 94 first-team points. Klay Thompson only had 23 first-team points. Kawhi had five
1: first-team points. That's wild. That is wild.
0: Are you you ready for the kicker? This is Klay Thompson's first all-defensive team nod. His first Are you selection. Serious? His first selection.
1: Bro, he's one of the best defenders in, in the NBA, in my opinion. Yep. He made he's up there probably top three for best all around player.
0: Bro, first all defensive nod.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy. Marcus Smart. I feel like like people only be looking at his offense. Like, they don't pay attention to really, like, how good of a defender he is.
0: Here's here's how I feel. I feel like there's a lot of cosmetics in this and aesthetics that are way overlooked. I love Marcus Smart. I think he's a great player. But I definitely don't think he's first team, all defensive worthy. I feel like he's all effort. I, I can see him on second team. But first team? I don't know about that, fam. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, Marcus Smart's a better defender than Klay Thompson, and I don't think Eric Bledsoe is a better defender than Drew Holiday.
1: I would have to uh, agree with you, sir.
0: That's madness. I I don't think Giannis is a better defender than Draymond or Kawhi. Yeah, you just gonna keep it a I buck. Don't think so. Uh, and Rudy Gobert versus Joel Embiid, I like that. I I, I could see Rudy Gobert up there. I'll let that slide. Yeah, I'll let yeah. that slide. But yeah, man. So we're gonna have All NBA first, second, and third teams soon. Uh, the All Rookie Team came out too. I mean, naturally, it's it's who everybody thought it was gonna be. Uh let's see here. Of course, you have Trey Young. You have Luka Doncic. I think you have Josh Jackson, Marvin Bagley, DeAndre Ayton. If I'm not mistaken, all the rookies that were supposed to be on there. Yeah, what what other what other rookies would there be?
1: I don't know. Like I really only know like Trey Young and Doncic. That's about it.
0: Yep, Trey Young, Doncic, DeAndre In, Jared Jackson Jr., sorry, and Marvin Bagley III. I like Marvin Bagley's game. He's from Duke. He did good. I liked him. Uh, second team, I don't think anybody knows these rookies like Shai, Jilgis, Alexander, Colin Sexton. I don't call it Sexton because he was snapping for Alabama. But he plays for Cleveland. Who watches Cleveland anymore? Like, LeBron left, so the team's dead. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not really kidding. But yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, but it's it's all good, man. It's all good. So yeah, bro. That's that's what we have in this uh exciting, exciting, exciting week of uh sports.
1: You know, even though this was a quick episode, I feel like we covered a lot.
0: Um I'm very proud of us. I'm very proud of us. I mean, I missed the banter of when uh, Dylan Duyard, but I mean, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. He'll he'll make up for it. I'm pretty sure next week.
1: Right, we'll have we'll have another uh, either bracket or something else that I might cook up.
0: Oh, you got something cooking, bro? In the oven?
1: I got something in the oven, bro.
0: Oh snap!
1: Yeah.
0: Oh snap! Yeah. Yeah. So, so
1: that could be fun. That could be fun to uh, to do next week. So,
0: of course, I have a very interesting song for you. By the way, for underrated bars of fame. You're, oh, yeah? yeah, you're really gonna like this one. This is uh, one of your favorite songs from back in the day.
1: What
0: is it? It's the A and remix by Young L A Young um, Dro yeah. and T I.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, Young L A Young Dro and T I. It's a bunch of young guys and T I. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I call it underrated bars of fame just because of Young Drove's verse alone. That was Young Drove's best verse ever. Everybody talks about shoulder lead, but his verse on this remix was his best verse ever. I don't I, even want, I, I don't even want to debate it with people, bro. <clears throat> so let me let me start. <clears throat> you got to know the boy futuristic, ain't it? My work can make the Jays do the jump, man, can't it? You gotta know this the remix right here. Grand Hustle, baby, it's the Kings right here. You gotta know we guoppin'. Pockets extra sloppy. Don't I love my vegetables, extra cheese, and broccoli? Don't young Lay like to kick it like karate? Don't I be with Jay Money serving everybody? Ain't we up in Magic City throwing up the broccoli? Ain't me and Tip taking off like a rocket? Ain't my, ain't my, ain't my, ain't my, ain't my money long? Ain't I, ain't I, ain't I, ain't I still putting on? And, of course, the hook, everybody knows. it's Ain't I, I about eight times. And I smoking strong. And I put it on. Ain't I rocking yays. Ain't my money long. Ain't I about seven, eight times. Ain't I in the ville. Ain't I on the hill. Ain't I on a pill. Ain't I, ain't I real. So, obviously, there's pill play here. <laughs> nice. Young Joe's verse. Okay, my rim is so big, I'm at the tip top, ain't I? Choppers in the trunk will make you do the Macarena. Pull up to the flow, yeah, motherfucker, ain't I? All black coupe, I can buy it, Benz, can I? Remix and Lay and TI, this a banger. Joe, you on that thing, you don't hear me trick, ain't I? Big Rolls Royces, ain't I got obnoxious? We be in Ferraris, the cars with the horses. Ain't I on a pill? Riding down Bentley? Ice thirty below minus the wind chill, and I pack it chrome, and I blowing strong, and I, and I and I and I and I got it going on, young Drow. You know when, yeah. you dro, when you say it with the Drow, when you say with the Drow lisp, or with the Drow like that that uh that slur, it sounds so yeah. much better. It sounds job, so. much better. making
1: do the, guy ain't it the right now.
0: Pull up to the floor, yeah, motherfucker, ain't I? What All I black coop, I could buy a bitch, can I? Remix young L.A. and T.I., this is banger. He's got that little, <laughs> he got that banger. Yeah. <laughs> young draw. Yeah, he's sound on that bit. And then uh, T.I.'s verse. Ralph Lauren, purple label, And I fresh as I could be? Made it through my situation, ain't I blessed as I could be? Ain't I laughing at these haters trying to take a shot at me? They don't know which way to go. I make it easy. Follow me. Honestly, ain't I insane? I think that's the way I gotta be. And I so so super fly boy. Ain't nobody hot as me. Ain't Tiala. all ain't, sorry. Ain't he all on TV when he wake up and go to sleep? Everywhere they notice me. A for yourself, just go and see. My community I'm serving though. They hope I don't succeed. Hear me speak. They so intrigued. Ain't he stitching? No, indeed. You come with that common flow. You'll show I have to commandeer. Since I see you can't take over, I'll just have to volunteer. Ain't, ain't, ain't I your superior? Listen here, bro. You're not a peer. I'm so zone one till it ain't funny. Twice the G that I appear. Red bang head so loud and clear. Gonna be gone for about a year. So, Paper Trail, you gotta hear. But, ain't, ain't I, ain't I out of here? A. And that was his last verse before he went to jail. And that was when Paper, Tra- paper Trail did just drop, too. And that was a oh, great geez. album. I should probably yeah, okay. do a song from Paper song. Trail. That was that was nice.
1: Yeah, I love Paper Trail.
0: That was a great album. We used to listen to that album every day.
1: My life, your way at you, Exactly,
0: is. exactly. I know,
1: I got you, bro.
0: That's a great song, man. I just had to do that next week if I don't forget. But uh, yeah, A and I remix Young L A, Young Dro, and uh, T I. Underrated bars of fame. Yeah, Click clap and lock it up, bro. Straight up, up. yeah, man. Well, unfortunately, we can't do no fan mail because you know, like our sound engineer isn't here, Dylan isn't here. We're on satellite. Yeah, we're spending we're spending so much overhead on equipment for this episode that we just couldn't possibly use any more airtime for fan mail. Not in the budget. It's just not in the budget. Our huge six figure budget that we use weekly. You know, we just yeah. You got to chill, man. We, we, we
1: blow six figures weekly.
0: Weekly, bro. And like we can
1: <laughs> so, Somebody call us fiscally irresponsible.
0: <laughs> bro, we, and if we if we use any more money, we're going to have to come out of pocket.
1: Well, it's all for you, bro.
0: It's all for you, bro. So anyway, man, we'll still take fan mail. Where can they email us their fan mail, bro?
1: Uh, BallSportsPodcast at gmail dot
0: and run uh, about on Instagram.
1: Instagram uh, it's uh, balls underscore sports underscore podcast.
0: And uh, what about on Twitter? That
1: that's gonna be balls underscore podcast. Yes, all about you, baby.
0: So yeah, the music is on right now. Yeah. You got any final words?
1: Um. Yeah. I got
0: two. What is it? Bye, hoes. Nice. Y'all little scallywags. We out.
1: <laughs> Look, I've been that
0: nigga for the fame happen. That tell them hoes, go get my name tatted.